0: You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss the new addition to the Chicago Bulls, which is for Torrey Craig, how we see him fitting in on the Chicago Bulls. We're going to talk about how the Bulls bench is rounding out pretty nicely so far with AK's moves. And we're going to talk about the summer league team. And while we're excited to watch, we'll get into all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day.
0: Thank you for tuning in, Locked On Bulls. Member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. But Pat, enough of that. Let's get into it. The Bulls have made an acquisition. One of the things that we knew we needed this season was size coming into that. And so they have now signed for Tory Craig, who stats aren't going to jump out the gym at you in any case of the imagination. Uh, was a pretty solid shooter, 39% from deep last season, taking almost four three-pointers per game. Career average around 35, 36% off the top of my head. Um, but he brings that defensive mindset. And I like how it's seemingly like we're going to have dogs defensively coming off the bench at almost every level. Pat, how you feeling about the Torrey Craig
1: sign? I mean, he fits right. Six, seven. Good wingspan. Um, had one uh, really good three point shooting season in his career. Uh, you know what I mean, like he he fits a, a, a Bulls type of player. So I, I'm excited to, to get him in here. Uh, I think he's a rotational piece, nice piece off your bench. think he could come in and play that power forward position for you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him at small forward, although that he can play some. And I think that he did play some for the uh the Phoenix Suns last season. But at the end of the day, I, I like what this, I, I like this acquisition for, for AK because again, just fits a need solid guy comes in, does his job, gets the job done, gets back out. That's what you want to see from this Bulls team at this point. You want to have enough of those guys that are going to be able to do their job. You don't have to worry about them so that the stars, stars, star players can kind of, uh, you know, they, they can they can take the show. They can take the next step. They can get to that next level. And I think you're getting players in here that fill that need. When I look at a guy like Torrey Craig, I mean, 111.8 defensive rating for his career. Um, He's had seasons sub 110. Uh, I believe last season he was 112. He's a solid piece. He's a solid guy, solid defender. He's nothing. It's not an oh my God move. It's not an I can't believe the Bulls were able to find this guy on the market move. It's a listen. This guy fills a role that you needed him to play. And and that's what he's going to be for this team. And I can count on him to be that things that I don't have to worry about. Yeah, I mean I I love the way that you worded
0: that because it is he is a player that you know what he's gonna bring you like like I said is he is it the the most amazing signing no we're not can't say that but the thing that we needed on this team was legitimate size and so I feel like he brings a lot of what he's not the athlete that Javante is at all but I tell you what you catch him on the fast break, and you, and if he catches you slipping, he's going to yam it on your head. Yeah. But outside of that, like he brings that defensive dog mentality. He's probably a better three point shooter, more consistent than Javante Green, and he brings that. I initially on the on the signing, I really wasn't quite as high on it as I was the Javante uh, Carter. I mean J- Javon, Javon Carter signing, and I'm not, and I'm still not. I'm not high as high on it on Javon Carter, but still, and in, in being realistic and looking at what he brings to the team. Every bit of his skill set is needed. Now, the age, the concern of, hey, is he going to still be able to bring it? Is that three-point shooting going to stay consistent? I, all those, are, I feel, are valid questions. But one thing that you can bet on him, what he's going to do, he is going to defend. And he's yeah. going to play like a dog. And we need more dogs on this team.
1: I mean, and, and I think here's the thing, right? Somebody who's been in a winning situation can bring that kind of energy to the Bulls. You know what I mean? Like th- Those are the little things, the subtle things that you probably don't think about as much. Um, the, the one thing with Tory Craig that I know is, is that, like I said, he's somebody that you just don't have to worry about. You got too many people that you have to worry about on this team. You hope that he can come in and he can be that guy who is the voice of, Hey, um, this is how we're going to do things. This is a standard that the coach has set in place. And I think that's a reason you go out and you sign a guy like this kind of as a, as a, I don't, I don't want to say it's a culture setter, but one of those guys that maintains it, right? A guy that maintains the culture that you're trying to set here. Uh, and I think that Tory Craig could be a, a good addition to that. I mean, here's the question that I have for you, though, right? Like, everybody's mm-hmm. talking about a solid 3 and D guy. Solid 3 and D guy. Realistically, he's got one good season of three. Yeah, but he has, he has some solid. He's got oh, okay. Sorry. He's, yeah, got, he's okay. got okay, right? But he's got one season where you're like, yeah, that's a 3 and D guy. Yeah, Can he maintain what we saw that last season in Phoenix here in Chicago where, of course, that last season in Phoenix, right, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, eventually you end up with freaking Kevin Durant on your team. Yeah, I mean, like, it it makes it a little easier. People are paying less attention to you on the three ball when those guys are on your team. I think, here's what I'll say. We've seen that the power
0: forward in this offense – Unless Billy Donovan changes it, changes it, gets wide open corner threes. Yeah. I trust that Tory Craig is going to be able to hit those. So by the nature of that and what I've seen from this offense, I'm going to trust it. Now I'm not going to say let's go out and run three, three, three sets for him a game to get him wide open at the three, but I'll say by the nature, the natural way that this offense runs. I think that uh, that he's going to get some open threes, and I trust that he's going to be able to hit them down at least a decent clip, right? Maybe not that 39% clip, but yeah. at least a decent clip. And one thing I also like about him and the Javon Carter signing, playoff experience. We don't have a lot of playoff experience on this team. 75 playoff games as he's played in his career.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, I, I think the one thing that stands out to me about him, especially when you bring the playoff experiences into it is, is the timing of uh, um, h- how he makes his plays defensively, the timing of how he, right? Like he's not a guy that you talk about as a foul trouble guy. He's not mm. a guy that you talk about as a, you know, like he could be a guy to me that is when Drummond has those moments, we got to go with Tory Craig at the five. Is that gross? A little bit. But welcome to Bulls basketball, ladies and gentlemen. Like I, I think that there are, he's a player. Like I said, solid. Knows where he's gonna be. And you can't knock the fact that 79 games last season um, did have a little bit of injury that season before. I believe. No, he got like, traded in the middle of that season. Got traded in the middle too. But how many games he played that season? Oh, you're talking about 2000. Yeah, you're right. Only nine games played in 2021, 22. Is that right? 21, 22, I believe. Only nine. I'm trying to see No, no, I'm looking at postseason. Give me a second. He got traded back and forth. So, no, 21, 22. He played for... Pacers. Oh, he played from Phoenix. Milwaukee. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And he he played seventy eight games. That's basically a full
1: that's, season. That's a full season. That's a full yeah. season. So, so. Uh, a guy who's been consistent last couple of years, been on the floor the last couple of years. Those are the things that you want at the end of the day. I again, it's it's not. I mean, we we we're obligated to do ten minute segments on this. It's solid. It's solid like that. That's the part. And I see, I've seen people come out uh, against this. Like they came out against the Javon Carter signing. This isn't the sexy signing. This isn't the signing that we wanted. There were better names on the market, but what do those names do? Yeah. These guys fill a need. The Javon Carter's, the Tory Craig's fill a need. I can't give you ten minutes of praise on a Tory Craig because he's not that kind of player. He's an amazing. He's he's a guy who's been an amazing defender in his career, and he goes out and he just plays his role. And I think we need that because he he already has his role identified. Yeah. He's never played a game for the Bulls. I know what his role is. I've seen sumo for two seasons. I still really don't know what his role is. Well, here's the question: possibly I'm not, ask not you. on this team. Well, we'll talk about I'm, that too. We'll
0: talk about that too. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about this though. Um, you say that. It, well, we, do. We know his role because if Patrick Williams comes in passive again, you're looking at Tory Correct possibly being your starting four.
1: I would. Do you go veteran there? That would be the only question that I would ask.
0: I mean, who else are you going to go with?
1: I think you have some young guys on your team that you would like to see push. True, but... And with what you have now in your lineup, if it includes a Javon Carter, Zach Levine, Damar, I'm I'm assuming nothing's really happening with Damar, so I'm assuming he's going to be around here. And Vooch, maybe that's the time where you could say, okay, we're in our fourth year now of P-Will as passive P. We need to find somebody at this four position. We've got two guys that technically can play it on our roster and Adama Sinago, if he makes the team, and Julian Phillips, do we just try and start pushing them out there for the long-term well, on that
0: there's zero chance Adama Sanago only because he's on a two-way contract and he can only play 15 games before you got to convert it to an actual contract. And we probably won't have the open roster spot. So I don't see Adama Sanago in this first year playing much. I think he's honestly probably going to replace uh, the, kind of what Dalen Terry did in, in the, in the G league uh, next season. Yeah, But I will say that Julian Phillips offers a, a potential there mainly because he's on a guaranteed deal Um if he comes into training, you already know much like Torrey Craig defensively. Yeah, you don't know at the NBA level yet, but even if his shot isn't falling defensively and in fast breaks, he ain't gonna pass up nothing. And yeah. by the video that they showed, and I don't know if you heard it or not, the shooting coaches already come out and talked about uh, Phillips. They've already got him back to shooting the 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 shot uh, style that he was doing in high school. They got away from the college uh, shot. So
1: it, that's not even surprising to me because, like, yeah. he's just again, you want to talk about a role player college basketball. He he took eight shots and then like, he's, he's on one of those teams like P will, right? Where you go look at the rest of the team and you're like the whole team took eight shots. How do you do that? Like every, (laughs) so I wasn't surprised by that. Like I, I saw Julian Phillips and I was like, when everybody was like, he couldn't shoot in college. I was like, yeah, it's hard to make threes when you only take one a game.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess that remains to be seen. But next up, we're going to talk about how that bench is rounding out. I think we're both pretty high on that. But first, before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. You may ask, how does it work? You pick two to six players. And if they go on to score more or less than the prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry, no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. PrizePix offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tenants, and more. Uh, Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals, currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, price picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, price picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. You know something? I'm going to say this. I'm a little bit jealous that we don't have an ad read that has something as funny as Guzzy Gladiators in it.
1: Hey, listen, I mean, <laughs> you got to watch yourself when you're on those kind of reads, bro. And and if y'all want to know where that's from, man, check out that episode we did with the boys over at CSGO because my God, Matt Peck was wilding on that one. Bro. I swear, he I swear, like he added it in. I feel like I feel like they didn't send that over. Like he added that in. Who just throws an eggplant emoji into stuff, bro? I'm not buying it. Exactly. It says glizzy gladiators. That was wild. That was, that bro. was a tough time.
0: Oh, man. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, so the Bulls bench is rounding out. You've added now Javon Carter, who I know you you say you see as a bench player, which is fine. I see him probably starting. I see Kobe going to that bench. But either way, you got Javon Carter or Kobe White. You got Alice Caruso, uh, maybe even Dalen Terry coming off that bench. You got Tori Craig, Andre Drummond. Uh, did I miss somebody? Why? I feel like I'm missing somebody. But Either way, it seems like that bench is rounding out now. We kind of have an idea if Ayodele Sumu comes back, things like that, of yeah. what that bench is going to look that's like. That's who you were missing. That's what I was missing. Yeah. That's probably yeah. That's, that's it. Feels tough. weird. It feels that's, weird. That's, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> how, how are you feeling about how the bench is rounding
1: out, Pat? Um, I'm not mad at it. I mean, li- listen, it sounds like a bench. It sounds like a solid rotational bench. It sounds like the type of bench that you want to head into the season with. You got depth there. I could see multiple players that go out there and, and have an impact in different ways. Right. Um y- uh, um. why was I about to say Andrew Bynum? That threw me all the way out. Andre Whoa. Drummond. Hey, yo. Uh, that, that almost deserves it. No, it does, actually. It, <laughs> champion yeah. or not. You know what I mean? That's disrespectful. If they, if they bring Drummond's
0: Bynum career. in for our bench, we're just going to wrap the season up. That's, we did have Tristan
1: Thompson. It. That's basically just bad Bynum. Uh, but no, I mean... <laughs> I mean, realistically, um, it's a good bench. It's a solid bench. It, it's a... I see Andre Drummond as a guy that can go out there block shots, rebound. Um he's going to get 7 rebounds off his own shot. He can put back he he can put the ball back in create second chance opportunities as long as he's not giving you four fouls in the first half. Alex Caruso, you already know what he's going to be able to bring in. He's the dominant player defensively, absolutely dominant player defensively, and I think this season he'll be allowed to actually play his role of a defender and not the person who people are like, hey, why isn't he scoring more? Because that's not what we paid him to do. Like, I see how guys' jobs fit in. Kobe White's your offensive spark off of the bench. You know, hopefully Patrick Williams isn't sitting there, but if he is and everything switches up, that's a whole different thing. But Dalen Terry, hopefully, is your energy off of the bench? Like I see all of those roles. The question mark comes in with the starting, the starters in the rotation. And are they going to be able to give you that second half of the season? I talked about this with um with when I did my my first video today. we've we done a lot of content today, bro. Like this is bro. my fourth podcast today. So we've done a lot of content today. It's my sixth. Here. <laughs> so hey, it is what it is, bro. we working out here, is what we say. <laughs> um, uh, but When the Bulls have had a point guard, they have a 61% win percentage. And I'm talking about the point guards that we say were a point guard, right? Pat Bev, Lonzo Ball, 61% win percentage. 35, I believe, and 22 was how it ended up stacking out at the end of it. That feels like what you're rebuilding here, you need your starters to take that pressure off the bench because I think that you have a bench that is going to be able to come in and just do their job.
0: Yeah, I mean we have we have a bench that I think everybody knows and has a defined and clear role for the most part, right? Dalen is still, of course, a question mark, but I think that kind of plays into Dalen Terry's strengths if he does uh get minutes is that he's a Swiss Army knife. He can play about three different positions. So I, I'm not really worried. If they want to play Dalen Terry, they're gonna find minutes at whatever position they point guard to play Dalen Terry. Point point, Could point, be guard? point guard. Point guard. I mean, okay, I
1: bet. All be, right, cool. All
0: right, cool. I'm just, just trying. Yeah, to I'm you know. not saying that he can't play point guard. Like it's possible. Like Dalen Terry could play the one, two, or three. And hell, AKs even said I want to see him play some small ball four.
1: Of so, course he does.
0: Yeah. Of course he you does. No let let I, let let I take that He <laughs> it said was small Billy. ball five during summer league say last small season. Ball five. He said he, he did wanted say to see Dalen Terry five. play some small ball five. I, I have no idea. But uh, so where the where the roster sits right now. Including Carlick Jones, Marco Simonovich, and Io Desumu, who the first two Carlick uh and Marco have uh non guaranteed contracts right now with guaranteed dates that are that are fastly approaching. And Iod who, Io DeSumo, who those
1: last three you said? Carlik
0: Marco, Io. Ah. All right, cool. Uh
1: All right. but <laughs>
0: And so including those three right now, that means we have one remaining open roster spot at all. So I really don't expect all three of those guys, maybe because you got to look at the Bulls. We have the, hopefully, the disabled player exception coming in. We yep. still have $6 million of the mid-level exception because Tory Craig was signed as, as a minimum signing, so it doesn't cut into your mid-level exception. And we still potentially have the biannual exception to use. So we still have some spending power. And because of that, I mean, listen, I've already said it before. I don't want to see nobody on the roster that you can't or won't use. And Marco, that fits the bill. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they decide to use him. But with that right now, potentially three open roster spots left to fill, if not one at least. Um, I think I think that the, the the bench is in a solid spot. I still would like to see. So we have our are players that can play multiple positions in Alice Caruso, uh, Dale and Terry, we know they both can play two, maybe even three positions. You got Torrey Craig now who can play the three or the four. Uh, you got Andre Drummond, who's just a five at this point. I would still like to see them add a four or five option that may have a little bit of stretch forward potential um, that I would like to see. Uh, but other than that, I like the way that it's coming
1: together. I think here's, here's the thing. There's got to be somebody who doesn't get minutes on this team, right? So maybe a Marco does make it, or maybe a... Car league does make it. Like you're, you're always going to have those players. There's the guys that you don't want playing yeah. on every take. Um, But when I look how this bench is rounding out, I see a lot more guys that I do want to see play. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a good feeling around Chicago Bulls land. Like I see the Dayland series. I see the, the uh, uh, um now with Julian Phillips coming in, right? Like I want to see Julian Phillips play. I, 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 I want to see what bro. he's going to be. I
0: would love, I, listen, I would love to see Julian Phillips come in, give that defense, get out in transition. because Because if he's playing off the bench with Alice Caruso, they're getting out of the transition. You yeah. tell, I would love to see, That's a nice way to build a young player's confidence. Put, round out their game, right? Let him play in transition with Alice Caruso and dunk and yam on a couple of people's heads as he's working on that shot release. But you know what? Our coach is Billy uh, Bubblegum Donovan.
1: I don't yeah. know, bro. I don't know. I, I think there's going to be questions on who's going to get PT. There's going to be questions on who's who's realistically going to get in there when it's down to crunch time. And the, I think no matter what season we go into, there's going to be questions on uh, how he ends up running his rotations just because mm. of who Billy Donovan is. But that's also, that's also going to come down to how this team rounds out as a whole. Guess what? I don't have problems with your rotations if you're winning. I don't have problems with your rotations if you're getting the job done. Now, maybe I could sit there and say, hey, listen, I would like to see this guy in maybe a little bit more and see more from him and stuff like that. But if you Mm -hmm. give me a 49-win season, what I'm going to (laughs) say? I mean, like, man, I would love to see more Drummond. But every time Drummond gets in, he'd be in foul trouble. The problem is the one time Drummond knew when to show out last season. The one time that Billy Donovan benched him. The one time Billy didn't put him back in was when he finally put it all together versus Miami. And real talk, Andre Drummond most of the season was sitting there getting three and a half fouls in the first quarter. <laughs> and now we sitting in the bonus all, all year. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. It's, a, it's tough, but he knew when to do it. He knew when to do it. Shout out to Andre Drummond, man. I, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about the bench unit. I'm more concerned about what the starting lineup is going to turn into to impact that bench. <laughs> it's funny
0: we're talking about the starting lineup impacting the bench rather than and the not other the way bench around. Impacting right? the, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the starting yeah. lineup, but, uh, yeah, the starting lineup. Yeah, I like I like AK's made a lot of smart moves, and I think by smart I also mean that if he and you talked about this yesterday, if he needs to come out of any of these contracts, they are all very easily movable contracts. Yeah. So we may see, we may literally see at this point, uh, maybe a trade deadline where the Bulls look and say, listen two of these players didn't quite get it done for us, but guess what? We can combine those contracts and go after this guy. Before the Bulls didn't, the biggest salaries that we had on the team were all the big three. And Alice Caruso and Patrick Williams were both making like $9 million each. Other than that, it was all these four, twos, ones. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard to move those deals without including your starters. If now you need to find a role player and you want to pack some other ones, the Bulls are in a, in a nice position to do so. So, you know, we'll end up seeing what that means, man. Uh, next up, though, we're going to talk about the Summer League roster, which has a lot of the guys that we are excited about. Maybe our first look at them but i want to remind you guys before we get into that the locked on bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice you listen on apple we're there google we're there spotify we're there heck we're on amazon music we're there so make sure you guys go and subscribe uh yeah go and subscribe to locked on bulls on your favorite podcasting app and if you're on apple podcast leave us a five-star review even if you only watch us on youtube but with that being said pat the summer league right around the we are four days removed from a version of Bulls basketball. I'm actually excited about this, bro. I I I I want to see. There's so many players on this roster that I'm excited to get a look at and see just how it's not the NBA game. It's not the same size. It's not the same speed, but it's more of an NBA system. It's them getting to work on specific things in their game as well. Um, who right now, other than Dalen Terry, I think that's kind of an easy answer, are you most excited oh, to it. see on the summer league roster?
1: Uh, it's got to be Adama Sinago. Okay. It's gotta be. I mean, like he's he's the one to me that I have the biggest intrigue in because I, I really believe that he he fits. Right, he's a six nine guy who, who is adding a little bit of a shot. I don't think that's going to be consistent unless it gets much quicker. But adding a little bit of a shot, um, we know what he brings on the rebounding side. We know what he brings on the defensive end of things. I think he could be a four in this NBA if he can add a little bit more of a shot. That's the guy that I'm looking closest closest at. But realistically, um, I'm also the person who now is kind of just like Summer League will be fun to watch, but we'll never see any of these guys again because we never saw any of those guys again. During the season. Well, that's not trash. We saw Javon Freeman Liberty. Yeah, we saw Jones. just uh, didn't see none of the draft picks, sir. You know, the people who have crazy. contracts
0: for three years. And you know what's funny on this? I did not see this into looking this up. Did you know that Billy Donovan's son is the assistant coach of the Windy City Bulls?
1: I did, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't had know. no idea. Yeah, he has yeah. the same
0: hairline. It's unmistakable. Yeah, yeah. That's it's that's a, a strong gene for your hairline to transfer over. But anyway, side note to that. Um, <laughs> Adama definitely for me, is Julian Phillips. I'm super excited to see what Julian Phillips can be, uh, mainly because I feel like he is going to get that role. Man, it may not be to the G League, but I, I feel like he's going to get that role where it's going to be literally, okay, this whole game is built around what we want Julian Phillips to work on this game. We want him to work on his passing. We're going get, to get Julian Phillips the ball, run through a bunch of screens. We're going to see how it gets it to you. We want Julian Phillips to shoot. Julian, every time you get off a screen, pick out, uh, after, after the pick, pop out. We're going to go. Oh, that was that was almost a pause moment. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do it just for safety. Just for <laughs> That's safety. Fair. That's just for fair. Safety. Uh, Shoot the three ball. Let's work on that shot. I'm really excited to see that with Julian Phillips. But Adama Sanago, to me, if we're talking about a player that, could end up being the overall biggest steal. It could be, I'm talking for the Bulls, not overall in draft. It could be Adama Sinago. You got him as an undrafted rookie. On top of that, like me you've said it. We've seen the tape. We extensively broke down this man's tape. I don't understand why he didn't get drafted at least. He's at better than round.
1: Julian Phillips to me.
0: Oh, for yeah. For right now, yes, he's better than Julian Phillips.
1: Like I I don't I don't even get to I I don't, well, I guess maybe Julian Phillips was gonna get drafted and they didn't know. That Adama Sinago, or they already knew Adama Sinago wouldn't. But he's better than Jesus. Julian Phillips to me. Like, I, I, I see a lot of the players that we want the Bulls to go out and grab, he can be. And so I, I, I'm I, really excited on what his game can be. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you this, though. We were very high on a player last season who ended up getting hurt. Justin Is Lewis. Justin Lewis done? Is, the, no. is, is that... Is that relationship kind of, because I think me and you both felt about him, how we now feel about Sinago, and there's just not enough roster spots for him to be on this Bulls roster at some point.
0: I mean, well, he has a two-way deal. So he still will yeah. have a two-way deal. He'll be down in the Windy City Bulls. But you know me, I've, I've always said it. Two-way player contracts, I don't expect to see them while they're on a two-way. Hell, Marco Simonovich has been down in the G League two years, and he's had a fully guaranteed <laughs> NBA deal.
1: So when it comes to two-way he players... He can get claimed on a two-way, though, can he? No. can another team claim him on a two-way? No. That's why you no. lock him in on two-way. Now, now, if a... If a if, I
0: don't know. Rookies, I think, are different. Now, if he just... I think, if I think was, as a...
1: Well, no... Well, he wouldn't a be a rookie, is
0: he? Yeah. Yeah, he's still a rookie. He's still considered he's a rookie. Still a he never rookie. played yeah. A game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: um, yeah. So I mean, I I I I expect Julian Phillips to be there. I expect him to get a lot of minutes. I'm excited about him too. I just think I my my expectations right now are tempered with Julian Phillips only because he's coming back from an ACL injury. Justin. While his Lewis. game, his game's what I said to I Julian Phillips. Julian Justin Phillips, Phillips. Justin Lewis. Um But with Julian Phillips, his game wasn't really based hugely off athleticism. But as we've seen, it takes... Justin Lewis. Justin Lewis. God damn, why do they draft players with such similar names? Justin Lewis. (laughs) I'm excited to see Justin Lewis. But... (laughs) But the the ACL injury just has my expectations tempered a little bit when it comes to
1: Justin Lewis. You think that it's probably not the same player that we thought we were getting at this point? I mean, I think it's just it,
0: even if he is, I think we've take seen it,
1: it takes time to work yourself back in
0: and trust yeah. that leg and that knee. And I looked into it, too. Justin Lewis has never had a major injury of that type before. So I don't think he's not going to just hit the ground running and, and keep yeah. it moving. So,
1: hey, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> BLJ said, Hayes almost said Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Wow. Justin wow. Bieber for three. Listen,
0: listen first, listen. All I'm saying is that seven-foot-tall boy, Marco
1: Simonovich, say goodbye to him. That was Billy
0: Donovan checking in. I just had to call Billy real quick. I Billy real quick. Oh, you, ca- you got to
1: call Billy, man. Sometimes you got to call Billy. Hey, Zach, what are you doing here?
0: Well, you know, I just feel like we got the defensive side of things hemmed <laughs> up and, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> Zach, watch your voice get so randomly deep? Uh, we're oh, we're pissing right, right you off
0: right now. I'm yes. talking about man. Right I, I naturally have this deep voice.
1: <laughs> I feel like you didn't have that when we heard you on the court the other day. Hey. I'm a sucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zach Levine is literally Thor at the end of uh um, when he met up with the Guardians and what was that uh, Endgame or whatever and, and he was like this is my this is my natural voice like no
1: it's not <laughs> I, I believe that he really talked like that more than you do but it is funny that that's the one thing about him that you have pointed out <laughs> have you
0: not noticed I'm a voice person bro like like Carl Anthony Towns I already told you guys what he sounds like to me his voice I never want to see him on the Bulls team because I hate his voice I would hey, literally bro.
1: drive me crazy to hear his voice every single hey, time hey listen there's some bad voices out there in the NBA I'm not gonna lie to you, bro, some dudes that don't look nothing like their voice, and then there's Anthony Edwards, who just got the bag today, and absolutely looks exactly like his voice. Like, man, Michael, you could have helped him out a little bit, but uh, <laughs> you know that's his son. I was upset today. I wanted to see him in a Bulls jersey today. <laughs>
0: He can't well, do today, it, bro. Do you year. understand how, how crazy those rumors would be if he ever plays for the Chicago Bulls, bro? It's what if over he sha-
1: What if he shaves his head and comes here? Because I feel like he would do it's it just to with. mess with people. It's I feel it. like he would do it just to mess with people, bro, if it's he over. shaves his head. Hey, man, let me ask you this. One last thing. When you look at the young guys who are on this team uh, that are going to be playing in the summer league, when you look at the bench as a whole, kind of an overall look, and even the signing of Tory Craig, an overall show close on this one. Don't Does tell it me when like, the damn show. Now no, I, I said, oh, Jesus, so <laughs> impressive. Just mad because Julian Phillips and Justin Lewis are the same guy. Uh, right. <laughs> Do you feel like Acme is building this team based on what the new CBA is and has been building this team that way with the knowledge of it the entire time? Because I look at how these contracts fall. I look mm-hmm. at going after some of these young guys. And while I feel like you're not going after the best guys you can get in some scenarios, I also look at it and I say, well, that makes a lot of sense now that I know what this new CBA is. And we didn't know that three years ago.
0: Here's what I'll say. The Bulls team has been pairing for the new CBA for the last 20 years. We don't pay the luxury tax. We're good. Like, it doesn't matter. We don't pay the luxury tax. We're good. It wasn't
1: AK. (laughs) We're good. It had nothing to do with AK. (laughs) Jerry's been prepping for this CBA since Jordan was here.
0: He heard. He was like, hey, I think they're going to think about this luxury tax thing. What's the natural progression from that? Eventually, they're going to hard cap it. So here's <laughs> what
1: we're going to do. We're never going to
0: pay the luxury tax.
1: We're good. Scotty, you got it. You get. You shouldn't take this deal, Scotty. You shouldn't take this deal. I don't know that you shouldn't take the deal, Scotty. I wouldn't take it. I'm a billionaire, but what do I know? You shouldn't Imagine take going this deal.
0: to a job interview and the person you're interviewing with says, you shouldn't take this job. And you
1: take it anyway. Let me get that money. No matter what happens, you got
0: only yourself to
1: blame. That's why you're so salty right now. Scottie Pippa was making like $5 million for 30 years, bro. That mess is crazy. Bro. I'm talking had, about the entire they time. Like, they, had him lock, he,
0: they had him locked in on that deal. The lock sign with P Diddy, bro. Like he was never going to get out of that deal, bro. Like, it's over. So with. People talk about, about Birdman taking a little Wayne money. Hey, Jerry Reinsdorf had that lock 20 years before that, brother.
1: <laughs> it's just Jerry Reinsdorf in the back of every uh, Bulls game. <laughs> Hey, y'all not getting this content anywhere else, bro. Y'all yeah. not getting this Hit content anywhere Hit that like anywhere. button. Subscribe to the page, bro. <laughs> Jay Reinsdorf is dancing in the back of every single Bulls video. You just that's gotta crazy. watch it. It was all over the last dance, man. Hey, man, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Y'all stay safe out there. Jerry, get out of here. Hey, Go listen. dance.
0: One thing that's for certain. We are never getting offered a job with Jerry or from no. the new, new network, bro. We've 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 complete we've burnt that bridge before the bridge was even built, bro. Like
1: it's done. Like, no bridge, bro. We in the river. We swimming. <laughs> we are in Lake Michigan right We're now. We're in the Michigan right now, bro.
0: That's crazy. Uh, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. The CEO H A I Z E. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Bulls. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down any other news that happens with the Chicago Bulls. If not, we're going to talk about this roster and why Pat the Designer may end up being our starting point guard. We're going to get to all that and more next (laughs) week and tomorrow maybe before Pat the Designer. I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, y'all. Man, we out here.
1: Peace. Music came in real sensitive on that. Well, that music came in like Zach Levine. As long as it don't come in like Jalen Green. (laughs) No Jalen Green on this show, thank God. (laughs) Ah.